Welcome back to the Dawson D Show, everyone. If it's your first time, we're excited to have you with us. Please remember to go over and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to leave that review. We'd love to hear your feedback and hear how the show's impacted your life in some way. Today's interview is with power couple Alex and Anthony Tataro. They're the co-founders and owners of one of Melbourne's fastest-growing men and women's boot camp franchises, the Women's Boot Camp Co., and the Men's Boot Camp Co. With over 26 locations across Victoria, this incredible couple have created a friendly hub for complete beginners to feel comfortable whilst having fun and getting healthier at the same time. You'd probably think that we'd be dissecting all things health, nutrition and fitness, but we barely covered anything in those areas. They were lovely enough to host us in their beautiful new communal office space in Melbourne where we got to sit down and chat about so much, including the reality behind running a hugely successful business in your 20s, They share with us the mindset needed to stay on top of their A-game when it's growing so rapidly, the power of delegating and letting go of wanting to control everything in your business. We talk about what happiness is and how they're both the happiest they've ever been in their lives. They tell us the highs and the lows of running a business with your partner, which was quite funny, and there were so many more laughs throughout. We know you guys are going to love this one as much as us. So without further ado, here's Alex and Anthony Totaro. Welcome to the Dawson D Show. Two great mates striving to improve in all areas of their lives. The podcast is designed to empower everyday humans just like us who want to add more joy, energy and happiness into their daily lives. Sharing our real life experiences and everyday struggles, relating to them in a personal way. Expect uncensored stories, plenty of laughs and tips and tricks to inspire you on your own journey. Now, let's go balls deep. Dee, isn't this nice? It's beautiful, mate. I am pleasantly surprised. I, I just want to share. I got asked a question this morning. We walked into uh, the foyer of the lovely place we're in. We're sitting with uh, two incredible business owners. But I got asked a question. Still or sparkling water? Didn't even get asked at the coffee shop this morning, no, did we? No. no. Tell us about that, guys. We've got <laughs> Anthony and Alex Tataro. How are you going, guys? Thanks for having us, boys. It's all right. Um, yeah, still or sparkling, that's always a question you uh, feel honoured, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. always, I always stay um, sparkling. You can't, you can't turn that away. Down. The team here at the Commons are awesome. And that was actually one thing that, like, was only last year that we decided to go f- into a co-working space because we were working from home. Yep. And it was, like, us two in our living room. The, the, pretty much the surprise that you guys had this morning, that's what we've been having for the last year. Like, every time something happens, we're like, oh, it's so good that we're in this, like, yeah. space where we've got... a admin team downstairs we've got receptionists we've got it's so nice it's awesome. the podcast studio that they're wearing right now yeah just those that will probably see the video this isn't our studio no. uh, we haven't upgraded or anything like, as much as we'd like to <laughs> overnight um, let's share the story let's go from the start what women's and yeah. men's boot camp co is yeah from the start so the men's and the women's boot camp co plus size beginners boot camp so basically all our clientele are they're beginners they're i guess vulnerable nervous and we've provided a space for them to, to come together, train, and just be a part of something. Because I think that's what a lot of, I guess, people miss being part of you know, a community, you know, whether it's sports teams, whether it's anything like that. So we just provided that space, both the men's and the women's. And we started with women's. Yeah, started with, and like I used to work for Ashley Vines, who was like bikini body. So I was running yeah. her boot camps and I very quickly realized that the clients that I loved training were not your bikini body wanting to get from advanced to advanced with abs i wanted to go i just loved training members who came in not knowing anything yeah you know what i mean like when they're squat they didn't know how to squat and i was like oh i can take you from nothing to something that was so much more rewarding than taking someone from something to 
something better. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. And to be honest, the amount of – I understand that so many people strive to be like an elite coach – do you know how much effort you have to put in as an elite coach to get someone like one centimeter extra in a throw or like one centimeter higher in a jump? Like mm, it's yeah. insane. And yet at so many people strive to be that elite coach. And I don't feel like many people strive to be the beginner coach, yep. but you can make such an impact in that space because you're taking them from literally not knowing anything to teaching them so much. And then their initial connection with you is insane because yeah. you're the person they started with. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like why we got into that sort of space. Mm. And then we had, yeah, one, which was the women's. And then Anthony used to help me out with the women's a bit, actually. Mine was a bit different. I sort of I saw the women's get underway and it was it was just really a really good concept, like a beginner's program, everyone coming together, training together. And I was working sort of here and there at the time at, you know, at the footy club at the Saints doing some sports injuries and massage and whatnot. And I was doing some some PT on the side. And then uh, the, sort of the idea clicked. I'm like, hang on, this could be a good, you know, men's boot camp idea as well. So that kicked off probably, yeah, a year later, I would say. Yeah, and I think as well, because you had your, I think you had two my therapy clinics at the time as well. Yeah. Every time Anthony got a new client, he was working an extra hour. Okay, yeah. Mm. Every time I got a new client, I wasn't working an extra hour. Yeah. Because yeah. it was group training. And so, like, we'd be at home and I'd be like, oh, I just sold 10 new memberships. And he was like... <laughs> He's That's like, like 10 whole hours. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. I've got, got, got a full day now. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And so, actually, can I explain how you opened the men's? Yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> this was so cheeky. <laughs> he had discussed it. He was like, I'm thinking of opening the men's boot camp co. And this was my business. We weren't married at the time. Like, how long have you been together? Five years. Okay. Yeah. So you've been together five years now. Five years, yeah. five years now. So at the time, how long were you together oh, when you... Maybe a year. Oh, so very oh, yeah, early. Fresh. Yeah, very yeah. fresh. But we were living together and he had said, like, this is the idea. I'm thinking of opening the Men's Boot Camp Co. Da, 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 da. And at the time, I'm like, okay, this is my business. Like, that's totally fine. Like, I, I thought he was a good guy, like, you know. <laughs> and then I went to Mexico with my girlfriends. And I'd been in Mexico about two weeks. And then I looked at my phone and there was a Facebook of the Men's Bootcamp Co. There was an Instagram <gasps> of the Men's Bootcamp. And Anthony had messaged me like, I'm doing it. That's and I was cheeky. like, excuse me, what? <laughs> yeah. But I was still excited. And I was How like, did you feel? Yeah, tell us about that feeling of seeing that arise. Yeah, yeah, I was, oh, you know what? No, it was two years into our relationship. It was. I just realized because then yeah. Anthony then came to Mexico and proposed. Oh, very nice. So as angry as I might have been, <laughs> it, it, it kind of dissipated very, very quickly. <laughs> was, that a, was that a plan, Anthony? To, um, uh, to calm everything down by proposal? <laughs> I, I just put a bit of mayo on it. Like it wasn't a massive surprise with the, the opening of the, of the boot camp. But yes, that was a softener at the end. Just very nice. Sure. But, yeah. um, is that a key to marriage as well or relationships <laughs> do we sure. need do we need softness we're, we're both yeah we're single at the moment so yeah, yeah take that's notes, your tip no, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah so then from there we were growing both of them and it they both were doing well like we had big groups and it was sort of at the point like do you grow your one bigger to grow one outdoor boot camp bigger you can't really stay outdoors like once you get yep. to like we had i think 80 or 90 ladies at my one it was kind of like, do I take this to two, three, four hundred people and get a gym? Yeah. Or do we open laterally? Okay. So open lots of small communities mm. around Melbourne. And to me, that was just like so much more appealing because it meant that one of the things I loved about it was the community and how much you knew every single member and what they were doing. Yeah. And when you get to the point where you've got a gym and you've got multiple trainers and you don't know everyone that walks through the door, I was like, I'd rather build more of the smaller communities to build our business. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, opening laterally, when you say that, is the goal and the aim to 
expand as a business or is it to impact more people? Because I think like a lot of small business owners just start to get confused as to whether to actually go after go after that, the money, yeah. or actually keep impacting more and more people. Like, do you guys have a mission statement as a business together now? Like how many people we want to impact or how many lives we want to change or especially for like vulnerable men and women like yeah. who are impacting lives? Yeah. I think like early on when we found that we were having a big impact on our just our own boot camps, like we wanted to get the program down pat before we even thought about bringing other coaches into it. Otherwise, it, you know, it would have been a mess. So but when we when we sort of found that, hey, this is great, like, you know, people are loving it, people are joining, boot camps are growing, we just sort of wanted to spread that message, spread spread that to the coaches because the lifestyle of us, of, I guess our work schedule was great. So we thought let's spread this to the, you know, other trainers, other coaches and, yeah, I think in my head it was going to be harder than, you know, what it really was. Sort of, you know, all the, I guess, scaling things that go with obviously, you know, expanding a business. But yeah, we sort of just broke it down. Alex obviously having the marketing business savvy mind. Really and helped. I'm very big on breaking things down into steps to the point that it is not daunting at yeah. all. Love yeah. it. So like opening a second business or like... When we, when we first opened more businesses, we opened five at the same time. Wow. And I had a couple of people who were like, why don't you just open one? Yeah. Like, try, just, just do one. And for some reason, one scared me, five didn't. Really? Let me explain why. Yeah. But it was kind of like getting five trainers together and coaching all of them on how to do something. They bounce off each other. They have questions. They ask each other. If it's just me and one other person, I have to have every answer. Yeah. And I was like, I can handle 10 people all learning at the same time. But I couldn't handle one. It's like one-on-one coaching versus group coaching. Yeah. It's way more effort on one-on-one than it is in group. And so we went from one to five and it broke it down to the point where it was like, that sounds daunting, opening five. But does it sound daunting this week, writing up a job ad? No, I can do that. Like, okay, next week, does it sound daunting posting that job ad on Seek? No. The week after, does it sound daunting reading people's resumes? No. Like I broke yeah. it down to the point where it was like, we had a task every week. None of those tasks were daunting, even though if you start looking at the whole process, it's just like kind of like, yeah. don't, don't look down. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm relating that to people just everyday goals. Like people just don't know how to create an action plan. Yeah. Like I want to get to a goal for one, they're putting it away or it's put in a notepad and then that notepad's put under the desk or it's like not even looked at. For, like, and then they don't even have an action plan. Like for you, you're opening five boot camps. You can't do that just by saying it, you know? Mm, yeah. And I think like the, the steps need to be still big enough that they create drive. So, because at the moment I'm doing my postgrad in psychology and one of the big right. things that you learn like when it comes to like motivation, I, I forget that people can't see when it's a podcast. So I did bunny ears. I was like, motivation. Yeah. And I did this before. And I'm like, <laughs> why can't I do that? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but if your goal is too close, so they, they, they call it like your actual state and your desired state. Yep. Your actual state's where you're at. Your desired state's where you want to be. If those two things are too close, you're not going to have drive. Yeah, okay. And if they're too far away, it's going to create too much stress. So it's about finding a desired state for that particular week or month or whatever that's far enough away that it is creates drive, but not so far away that it's stressful and not so close that it's not really going to create anything. So if your whole goal for the year is to lose a kilo, it's like, mate, go to the toilet. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just fast for a few days. Hold yeah. water. Mm, yeah. Yeah, the old uh, the salt chick, your favourite. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to ask you guys about letting go because we, we talk about, I'll use our podcast as an example. So we're talking about how do we scale, how do we grow. 
a lot of our processes, how do we automate it? How can we let go of some of our jobs that take up so much time each and every week so we can create more? But we're both control freaks. We fetch it's our baby. Yeah. Yeah. We love it so much. And even just the thought of giving it to someone else to edit is a is like scary and daunting. So I want to ask you guys, how how did you go with that when you when you brought these people on to, to take over your baby or to, to help run it? Yeah, well, you still run yours. Yeah, so I'm still like in a boot camp, running, okay. running the sessions, running the classes. So that that's like mine. Like yeah. I, I, that was like you know the original boot camp. So from day dot. So as we get busier, it just makes sense to slowly transition, get the right person in. Sure. But again, I'm probably a bit of a control freak as well. I want to find the right person before I let that go. But having said that, there's nine other you know men's boot camps that are currently going on as well, trying to manage. So it becomes a tipping point where you know you got to let go slowly. Yeah. I think um, you almost are at that stage. Like you definitely need. It was when I had eight other women's boot camps that I got rid of mine that yeah. I was the head trainer for. So you're definitely at that. Yeah, point. and like the training is the one thing, but you know, then there's the whole, I guess, admin side of it as well. That, sure. That I've sort of slowly started to hand tasks over to our admin, Catherine, which she's been here for about six, six, seven months through lockdown, and that was probably that. That was probably the hardest, probably admin, yeah. because even, I guess. Communicating with coaches, delegating tasks, it felt natural, but, you know, delegating accounting and social media and all that sort of stuff was a bit, oh, make sure you do this. Or, yeah. Can you yeah. please, should I text you? 100%. Should I text you now to say change that or should I wait until the end of the week <laughs> instead of being yeah. too bushy? There's, I guess there's no right or wrong. That, and then you're dealing with humans as well. So you've then got to watch how you communicate with them. It's yeah. not just about the project. It's about, am I managing the people well? Yeah. If I'm telling, if I'm messaging her at nine yeah. at night, Oh, have, yeah, I, have right. I worded that well enough? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, shit, if she gets offended, now i got to repair that. Yeah. You, know? yeah. Yeah. you know, one thing I think that, like when I actually gave up being the head trainer of my boot camp, the thing that made it easier to hand over was, like I said, I was, there was eight other women's when I, I think at seven, something like that, yeah. when I decided, basically I was doing a half-assed job of being a manager and a half-assed job of being a head coach. Okay. And so I was like, as much as it's hard to give up, could someone be better at this role because they don't have anything else to do? And the answer was yes. And I had, I was actually really honest with my clients about it. Like when I announced that I was leaving, I said to them, I was like, it's not fair for you guys. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? I'm not being your best head coach. I'm also not being the best manager I can to these new locations that have just opened. And so as much as I hate to do this, yeah. like I need to step away and I hope everyone can understand. Mm. And they did. But do you remember the day that I announced it? Yeah, it was, I was a mess. I was going to say, was it an emotional? Yeah, yeah, just letting you go, baby. I was emotional. I think I was snappy. I think I was so rude to Anthony. And he was like, are you okay? And I was like, I have to put this post out yeah. today. And like, I think I had scheduled it to go out. So I didn't even. Yeah. Just turned it I off. Couldn't, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for a run. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was hard. Like, it's, it, like, I mean, regardless, it's going to be hard. And mm. then I think by the time we brought Catherine on, I remember Catherine's interview. When we we're interviewing for this admin person. We didn't really know what we meant by admin person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. just had lots of stuff that we knew we needed extra help with. Yeah. And so the interview for whoever was coming in, we were sort of like, hi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you'll be wearing this hat and this hat and this hat. And then also, we also want someone to come in who can pick Aunt and I up on our mistakes. Mm, like yeah. if we put an idea out, we're looking for someone who can be like, yes, but I don't think you've thought about this. Yeah, yep. I just agree with it, with everything. Yeah. yeah. And we love, like, we could not have got a better person in. That's yeah. awesome. Everything yeah. on ours was like, we had notes here and emails there. And she's like, turned it into like, we use Monday, which is like the, one of those yep. sort of team organizing softwares. And sure. everything's in 
place emails get sent out to trainers when their cpr is expiring like everything is like automated now yeah and none of that would have happened without Catherine. like she was very much just kind of and like the poor thing the amount of times we'd be talking about something and we'd be like oh you've got all these ideas do you want me to turn that into a spreadsheet like and we were like yes please thank you (laughs) we were talking about it on the way i was listening to a podcast yesterday a psychologist and he was talking about to become like the best version of yourself especially in business it's about it's not asking yourself, how can I do it? It's asking yourself, who can do it for me? Yeah. And I was like, wow. Like, and thinking, all right, is my future self, even though right now I, like, it's going to cost me a little bit of money, is my future self, which whatever I've envisioned that being, going to look back and go, thank fuck I did that. Yeah. Like, it's, and you guys are doing exactly that. Like, it's not how can we do it, it's who can do it for us. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, because we're at the stage now where we're looking for like videographers, photographers, where that's something that we need to, you know, dish off. And again, it's hard. Like we're trying to, you know, you sort of, oh, our budget, what can we, you know, afford? And is it worth, like all these questions come up in your head. You obviously doubt yourself, but it, you know it's inside, deep inside, it's the best thing to do to move forward. So mm-hmm. you can spend time on the, I guess, the the relationships of everyone as well. So Because yeah. we looked at outsourcing. So we were looking yeah. at getting like a team that do photography and videography and they could go out to all the locations sure. like a media company sort of yeah. thing mm. but then like because we had 26 locations and we wanted each of them now shot twice a year at least like get a yeah. photo shoot and a video shoot at least twice a year that's like 52 visits a mm. year and like for a media yeah. company that's 52 clients basically sure and so it was like okay that's a lot and that was <laughs> going to almost cost us like a full-time role Mm. so we were like hang on let's get an in-house photographer videographer that yeah yeah, one day a week they're shooting four days a week they're in here again i don't know what the rest of their job is (laughs) yeah editing up and probably some social media (laughs) sales sales, social media yeah yeah, content yeah yeah. whatever so that's what we're interviewing for at the moment so we've had like a couple interviews this week we've got some next week but again they're very different to like the admin when we were looking for admin we got like 200 applicants wow and like it sucks but you have to be just cutthroat when you're reading the resumes it's like do they have a cover letter yay or nay yeah. all right we'll only read the ones with cover letters and then with the cover right. letters i think that took out like 80 of the 200 okay and then of what was left it was like all right have they put like have they addressed it to boot camp co or have they said to whom it may to concern, whom it may concern. <laughs> yeah. i think i'd be a good <laughs> yeah i'd be a good asset for your company yeah. like yeah, and it was like you know what yeah. nah yeah. and then we think we were left then with like maybe 30 people that we actually brought in yeah. for an interview and again like you were saying with automation when i say we brought them in for an interview i sent out a link where they could book themselves into my calendar so if they booked in they booked in fantastic yeah. they had a zoom option they had an option to come in here and I think of the 30, maybe 20 booked themselves in. I didn't follow up with the remaining 10. Because yep. it was like, if you didn't want to come, you didn't come. It's no thing off my back. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. I want to ask you guys, because I was having this conversation the other day, and it applies to just life in general about jumping in when you don't know exactly what you're doing. And that's what I find sets a lot of people apart. And I love the story you told about Catherine, because you said we weren't even sure what we're interviewing for, but mm. it's learning on the go. And I just almost this advice to some of the listeners about when they've got an idea and it's scary, instead of waiting and trying to nut out every single dot point and we know exactly what the plan will be, what's your advice for just jumping and getting started and learning as you go? Yeah, like I think it started us with like a gut feeling, just knowing yep. that that we need to bring someone, we need help. Yep. And that, that feeling kept recurring and you know we'd have a discussion, what needs to change? 
you know, bringing someone on, for example, was something we've never done. So it was sure. something that, like, you know, do we do we really need this? Are we, yeah. you know, thinking straight here? So, but again, we sort of, yeah, I guess we wrote it down. It was a plan. Bring someone on. Um, this is what they can help with. And we'll sort of maybe 50% don't know what they can help with, but we'll work it out later. Yeah. We'll yep. just get the ball rolling. Yeah, I, it wasn't that hard. Like, it was... Sometimes, like, Anthony and I have to, like, G each other up. Like, yeah. and it sounds so lame, but, like, we'll be literally sitting at home and be like, this is a good idea, yeah? <laughs> no, we did, we did that in the car driving here. We are blasting yeah. music. We are going, come on, come on. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, like, I remember at the very start, like, we would go to, like, those seminars. Like, I don't know if you ever heard of, like, Aaron Sansoni. Like, he's like... Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> have you been? <laughs> I haven't been, but I'll tell you what. I'm familiar with... Conditions. <laughs> I, I could... I, I'm not... I, I could recite his Facebook ad because I clicked it once and I don't know why, but I was fascinated. And now every time I go on Facebook or Instagram, you see it. The exact, I'm not going to recite it now. But no, but I, no, it's always like, oh, this poor prick. Like, again, I'm <laughs> yeah. Well, like for anyone who doesn't know who he is, he's basically like a motivational speaker. Yeah. He's like a, a mini Tony Robbins. Yeah. And yeah. It, he's Melbourne based, isn't he? Australia based. Exactly. I, I literally know his story. I can, I can. Tell you where I don't, I'm not going to say it right now, but you know we've been there like three times. <laughs> we've been to and just like, to like the first seminar, yeah. the one that gets you like pumped good. up. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. kidding. Awesome? Like when we first opened the men's, oh no, was it you expanded the men's? It was we got home from one of the Aaron Sansoni ones, and we were like, just do it. We put it here. because we yeah. had that like energy. But you have to, you can't like just get jigged up from nothing. Like you have to put yourself in those yeah. environments, yeah. or you have to like you guys said like put your music on, or mm-hmm. like yeah. we'll just say to like we're doing so well. How good are we doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we literally, we got home and I remember probably the next day we put that out, yeah. like the Sweet. Facebook ad, and that kicked it off. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad we went to, a, you know, that seminar. We probably didn't like learn anything in particular, but yeah. it just gave us, I guess, the environment we're around in. It's like, nah, give it a shot. Like, what's, what's I the... love hearing that from you guys because mm. we find the notion of patting ourselves on the back so difficult sometimes. And we yeah. talk about this all the time, like, because you hear a lot of the criticism, but you don't always get you know a g up from somebody random or whatever and sometimes we just have to like tonight we've said okay we've got a big day today we've got interviews we've got meetings but tonight we're going to go out and celebrate we're going to go have dinner and, and do something nice and i just love hearing that that mm. exactly what you just said Anthony. you're like yeah as lame as it sounds it's yeah. like so important, no, it is important. <laughs> just high fives yeah. yeah actually on the drive so on our way to work this morning we were just like driving i didn't we weren't even listening to anything we normally be listening to a podcast but we were just kind of driving and then like out of nowhere and just like Put his hand up for a fist bump. And I was like, <laughs> I love that. And I just like yeah. fist bumped him and like nodded. I was like, I don't know what I, I was feel, thinking. I feel, I feel, I probably, yeah. She probably just understood we get. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're on. We're on. Yeah. We're on to that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. What I love is probably a lot of people just think you're personal trainers, and and you're not. Like you're you're a lot yeah. more than that now. Like we had a really good chat about this the other day. Like yeah. when you think back to whether it's school friends or friends who used to be really close with, even family, who knows? But. When people just don't understand what your mission and what you're doing, I don't know if you guys have experienced that yeah. and how hard that's been. And we often try and talk about that with our guests because it's just something our listeners like that twenty-something range. Yeah, and mm. that, there's a lot of that. You know, yeah. should you go after that, chase that path? I'd love to hear your thoughts yeah. on your experiences and something like that. Well, one thing I find really interesting is that when I had one boot camp trying to expand it to like five, I was like all about like telling people like, oh, I'm expanding this thing, like da 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 da. And now that we've got 26, I feel it's almost like the opposite. Like I sometimes yeah. I don't feel like I can say what I'm doing. I'm, I'm almost like, oh, I run a boot camp business. I just like leave it at that. Or, yeah. Like because I don't want to come out. Like it's kind of like imposter syndrome a little bit, but like yeah. you don't want people to then think like, oh, just blowing smoke up her an ass or like whatever. So yeah, it's kind of a weird, like you want to celebrate your achievements, but then obviously you don't want to like outwardly push it too much to the point that people are like, all right, you just think you're a bit of a, 
Yeah, I don't know. We like to celebrate them with the two of us because we both get it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I think personally, I guess watching sort of Alex, you know, build the boot camp and then obviously like me sort of join and bring the men's along. It's sort of like, it's almost like a bit of not, it's like friendly competition. We sort of like, (laughs) we sort of, I'm like, oh, Alex is doing this. I'm going to try to do this. But it's only, you know, good feelings and it's no like, I guess, bad competition, but I, I sort of stay motivated and, and disciplined that way sometimes. But in terms of friendships and, and family and whatnot, in terms of, I guess, how that transforms and do they understand what you're doing? Like personally, probably not everyone, I, I sort of don't say too much to sort of closer friends like yeah. you know, that I grew up in school with, or there's obviously some, you know, some mates that are you know, running their own business and it's easy to talk about, like us, Wade, like when we caught up and a few others as well. But it's one of those things you sort of got to, yeah, just stick through it and, and know that you're on the right path because you don't need, obviously, any um, you know recognition from other people to do things. Yeah. It's just give it a crack. Um, if it's what you're passionate about, you know, go ahead and do it. And I guess people get inspired from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's sorry. also like that ideal self that you were sort of saying, like you're like that future yeah. image of yourself. And I think when, like, we think of our, like, future image or, like, what we want people to know us about, it's not really the owning a business side of it. Yeah. Like I feel like I feel like you can tell what you want people to know you by by what you post out on your social media. So like Anthony, you always put like your runs, your rides, your cycles, or your juggling. Tr- you're you're juggling. <laughs> juggling. I had a um I love that. I was in a, had an obsessive phase. Yeah. That was good. during lockdown. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was one of those things where yeah, I feel like it's such a an effort to to keep posting, but I was just like, I don't have to be authentic. If I enjoy juggling, I'll put some juggling up or yeah. if I'm gone for a run, just you know, whatever that may be. But good. Yeah, I guess we've sort of stayed true to our, I guess, who we are. Mm. Um, obviously, we're trying to juggle a lot of things at the moment. Yeah, and even like the expanding of the business, you know how you were sort of like, where do you see it going? Where do you want it to go? It's one of those things where like my favorite thing of the entire business is watching members become friends. Yeah. Like that for me is just huge because the thing is a lot of the members generally because they're coming from a beginner space and they don't generally have great role models as friends and family, sometimes they're not overly supportive or they're the kind of people that draw them in the wrong direction or whatever it might be. Yeah. When they come to bootcamp and then they create friends and you see them hanging out on weekends, you're like, I know that this group of friends is healthy for you. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's huge because it's kind of like, I've not only affected your, you know, that moment, the hour that you come to the gym, but I've also affected like yeah. who you're surrounding yourself with which i know will affect so many areas of your life that i don't know what it's touching but i'm sure it is kind of thing but then in the expanding side of it that's where we have to think of like our lifestyle and we've had in the interviews that we've just had recently with like the photographer videographers they've sort of asked like oh like are you planning on expanding interstate will there be interstate travel like da 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 and it's kind of had us maybe think a little bit more about like what we want to do and realistically like we like we want to have a family and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And like our lifestyle needs to go into place there where it's like, well, do, well, do we want to travel interstate to manage things? Because yeah. if not, do we want to open interstate or like, yeah. So that's kind of like yeah. where we're thinking right now, where it's kind of like at that point of what do we want for our lifestyle versus like how big do you want to grow a particular business? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was literally just going to ask, how has it since expanding, how has it impacted your personal life? How has your life changed Positive, negative. Yeah. Have you got more time for you, for your relationship, for the things you love? You mentioned friendships, but yeah, I'm really interested in that. Mm, yeah. It's a hard two years to go off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. That is true. I yeah. guess the we last... won't mention what it's called. We won't mention the, <laughs> yeah. the no, 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 no. word. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of how it's affected, like 
just personally my lifestyle like sort of just seeing basically what Alex touched on seeing your members create friendships and mm-hmm. create sort of communities I guess I sort of growing up you know playing footy playing sports all that sort of stuff you're part of something yeah and then I guess that fizzled out through a few you know injuries and and those things like that so sort of I guess me having time now obviously building the boot camp obviously I get to do now things that I want to do whether it's exercising whether it's you know catching up with friends more catching up with family more it's one of those things that I guess you put on on the back burner when you're working a lot of hours yeah and yeah it's almost like I guess it's you're always busy but you get to sort of be a bit more particular with your time you know if you want to go go for a ride you know go go take two three hours out of your day and and then come back and get into your to your work instead of thinking oh no i'm on the clock now i need to Mm. i need to work so that's that's been cool probably the same for you alex yeah well i found that like one thing that definitely changed like relationship wise because of the fact that you're running a business so you have to have like your business hats on yeah but then at the same time like in the last two years we you know got engaged got married planned a wedding moved house a couple times like there's all of the life stuff that kind of not gets in the I don't want to say gets in the way. That's such the <laughs> wrong way to explain it. But like you have to prioritize it at the same time. And I think we've found our groove in terms of how we spend quality time together as well. So for example, like we we're very morning people. So we definitely try to either like go for a walk or like even if we can't go for a walk like this morning, like our drive in, which is like 45 minutes in, that's our time together to like talk about like how we're feeling what we're doing like outside of business stuff Mm. and then again i don't want to take this the wrong way i said this on a podcast (laughs) a couple weeks ago and it's kind of like in the morning if we can like have our coffee go for our walk have our us time in the morning i know that i've given time to our relationship at the start of the day and then i can do whatever i need to get done at the end of the day and not have to worry if it goes overtime or if it yeah you know what i mean because i've already given our relationship that space and so if I work late or... And, like, we're just not night, Pete. We're horrible at night. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll go for a coffee, go for a walk in the morning. But evenings, like, I'll I'll chuck some sport on Alex. We'll just go into party. And yeah. I go in one room, he goes in another room. Like, and after dinner, we're just not... We just don't hang out. It's just, like, I don't feel like hanging out with you. I love you. <laughs> I just don't like... Well, you have been... You're, you're together all day. Yeah. So, like, and yeah. you know, it is important yeah. to have your own time, too. Yeah, but that would be an issue if we hadn't spent time together in the morning. Yeah, whereas, like, I know I just want some alone time at the end of the day. Yeah. And knowing that that's not selfish because we've already had time kind of feels nice. But I like that because a lot of people do the opposite. They they prioritise at work and they're like, okay, when I get this, this and this done, then I'll have time for, for each other, which sometimes you don't, you run out of time and you don't have that because work takes over. So it's actually nice that you flip that. Mm. It's it's like you're prioritising each other. Yeah. Well, that's well, how we, I interpret it. 100%. Well, yeah. we, but the thing is we can now because, like, and that's what I'm saying, where it's changed where – Let's say we prioritize each other at the start of the day and we get to work and we don't have as much time to do what we wanted to do here. Catherine helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We're like, oh, do you mind also doing this today? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's like where the more people you have on board, even having all of our trainers, if we ask all of them to pitch in one idea, like that, we've got 26 ideas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas if we sat to brainstorm 26 ideas, it might take, I don't know, an hour, two hours, whatever yeah, it might take. Yeah. So even just recently, last week, we wanted to change our slogan on our logo, okay. which I think we had come up with it so quickly. And at the time, it really made sense. But now we just look at it and it's not something we like comfortably say out loud. Yeah. And so we wanted to change it. And so instantly we were like, just put it out to the managers. Just be yeah. like, guys, you know the business inside out. What should our new slogan be? 
Love that. And like everyone just started like filtering through ideas. Plus yeah. they feel valued. Yeah. yeah. I was actually going to um, ask, oh, I was going to say, I was waiting for you to say it, but I heard Patrick Swayze was at your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how many hours were spent in front of either YouTube or dance lessons to, uh, to get ready? It's a funny story. Even doing that, I don't know whose decision it was to do that routine. Uh, it was great. I loved yeah. the video, by the way. It, it was, was epic. It was. I just wish you didn't have the bad wrist. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. The lift. Like, you know, regular gym girl. I'm like, I'll be fine. Alex isn't, you know. she's. Uh, You're in the industry. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be fine. Yeah. yeah, we'll be able to do the lift, maybe. And I'm like, I've just had this dodgy wrist. And I'm like, nah, it's, you know, wedding's four months away, it'll be fine. We'll just get the routine down pat. And we, like, heaps of practices. I remember we'd go to gym together and then we'd, like, oh, you got a spare 10 minutes? We'll borrow the hall, you know, close the door, make yeah, sure like we... like, the group exercise room. Love we it. could, like, lock yeah, ourselves yeah. in there and, like, people would walk past me. Like, what, what the, the heck, heck is yeah. going on? Yeah. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. So it was actually fun because it was... We had a deadline as well. Obviously, I didn't want to stuff it up, but it was something different, a good skill to, to have a go at. But I guess coming to the day, the wedding day, it was... Tell you what, it was on my mind. Like I'm like, I know I have to do this, and I know, I know, like didn't this. relax until after the dance. Yeah, hours and he's yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Can I do it? Can I do it? Yeah. And I mean, cut a long story short, nailed it. Yes. But, I mean, I nailed it. Yeah. I know. Anthony nailed it. I nailed it all up until the lift. The important so part. the final lift, like the dirty dancing lift. Obviously, we didn't do the traditional lift because Anthony's wrist. So we did a slightly different one where he puts me up on his shoulder. So it's kind of, I don't know, it has a name. Sorry to Anna and Paul, our dance In the content, I know how Doss makes the videos. This video will probably be playing right in between where you are right now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So in the final lift, I'm meant to be like this like fully extended human. And I get up and then my legs just like drop and then I like pull them back up again and they drop and I pull them back up again. So that was the only bit that we were like... We did so well, and then you ruined it. Well, that's, yeah. well, I tell you what, you probably would have ruined your wedding day a lot more if you dropped your wife like, <laughs> like <laughs> an hour after after marrying her, and you've already dropped her in front of everybody she knows and loves. Yeah, I remember a couple of days before the wedding, it was a decision: do I give this a go, like high chance of you know me dropping her, or do I go the safe one where you know you spin around and less chance of injury and whatnot? So I took that option. So mm. it worked. Out. Everyone loved it. Mm. I think everyone was just like. No, do you know what I yeah. really liked? So before our wedding, when we were like just going out, just the two of us at night for a drink or whatever, if we went somewhere where there was like a dance floor, we would like, because we had, yes, it's like a specific dance, but we learnt salsa as a part of yeah. that dance. And so we would feel so much more confident going onto the dance floor because like we would salsa together. And I remember there was a couple of nights we'd go out and we would be like salsering and then like other people would be like, oh my God, that's so good. And then I'd be like, do you want to try? And like they'd try with Anthony and like it was just so much fun, like being able to like, have a skill that we've never tried so or used cool. before. Yeah. Yeah. It's one, of, it's one of the skills I want to learn. So I we've got a name of the podcast. Business is easy. Dancing is hard. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd... I thought I'd That's actually yeah, so good. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I thought I'd never, you know, commit to dancing, but it's it actually really enjoyable because it's, yeah, you sort of get one skill, get another skill. Yeah. And then... There was yeah. one dance class where we were pissed off at each other before the dance Ooh. class. Oh. Do you remember that? Please share. Refresh me. Please share. I had come from our house inspection. Oh yeah. And Anthony like didn't and didn't (laughs) want to come to see this. To see this was like a week before the wedding, and like Ant didn't want to come to the house inspection because he had something on. I can't remember. I think we. I don't know. Anyway, and then I was like, "We've only got an hour." Like, and he was like, "You go do it then." And I was like, "I'm not gonna look at the house by myself." Like. Then how are you going to know if you like it? Funnily enough, that's the house we're living in now. Oh, there you go. Oh, that was <laughs> trip. Yeah. And, um, so what he's saying is he trusted your instinct. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Yeah. And then we rocked up to that 
dan- we walked up to the dance studios separately and our coach was like, all right, you ready to go? Da, da, da. And like we, the first like 10, 15 minutes, we were just in all sorts. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they didn't know that we were probably a bit, you know, bitter bit with fine. each other. And they could sort of sense it. I'm like, we were just sort of... <laughs> yeah, and now, like, I kept forgetting my steps. And it was like, whatever. And then like, we weren't encouraging each other at all. Like it was just, <laughs> No fist bumps. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. like halfway through the session, like, I don't think we like physically apologized, but we like... I don't know, relaxed a little bit. Like you could tell that we were just like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, and then it was fine after that. But yeah, dancing, especially like intimate partner dancing when you're not like connected. (laughs) (laughs) Not so intimate. Well, Doss has been talking about salsa dancing, but we got a tip because Doss thought, oh, I'll be able to go and meet some lovely Latino women. I didn't and say then, that. And then, uh, <laughs> and then somebody said, just be aware, it's probably going to be mostly middle-aged women. And <laughs> Doss, like, Doss got off the idea a little bit. but It's oh. very true, though. Like, we were surprised when we went to our dance classes. Like, we thought there'd be a lot of younger, sort of like our age yeah. people there. And a lot of them were like sort of like slightly older, middle-aged. They'd come without a partner and they'd just partner you up once you yeah. get there sort of thing. Yeah. I wanted to ask about lifestyle. So like yeah. you guys are, have created a lifestyle for yourselves. And I think, unfortunately, just the way we're educated as kids and into adults, it's never about lifestyle. It's always about all, all of the stuff. We know the things, you know, the, the house, the, the mortgage, the, the job, the degree, all that stuff. It's our favourite topic to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. But as creating this lifestyle for yourselves, like, I'd love to know just how happy you are now. Yeah. Like, like it might be a really simple question, but like happiness is there and a lot of people aren't there and they yeah. don't know that it's there. And I'm not yeah. saying you have to go and start a business because you don't. Yeah. We take Fridays off every week. We don't own our own businesses or we're trying to, but yeah. we take Fridays off. It's our choice and it's a lifestyle choice and we love it. But you guys have created a lifestyle. Like, mm. I love to and I think like that's where you sort of need to know what your lens of happiness is. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's so much stuff even outside of that traditional degree sort of thing, there's still a whole nother side where it's like hustle, build your own side business, mm. blah, blah, blah. But like, what is wrong with having a, just a good job, enjoying it? When you clock off, you don't have that with you, you know, and then go and enjoying your night with your family, like, and having, you know, family and friends over on the weekend. Like, if that is your lens of ha- Sometimes people need to change what their lens of happiness is to actually see what's in front of them and go, I actually love my life. Yeah. Rather than what can I do to make my life better constantly? Yeah. Beautifully said. Yeah. That was really, really good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that, that'll probably be the short clip that we'll put to promote the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> hit, hit, hit the nail there. No words needed. <laughs> I, I can agree. Like, it's one of those things where I think I'm still learning. I think yeah, when you're sort of running your own business, there's always things to do. You always sort of. I think what I'm trying to work on is be present with whatever whatever that may be, whether you're with mum or with dad or the family um, and not using excuses like, oh, you know, I've got a busy night at work tonight. I might push it to next week. You know, rather where you sort of, if you think about it again, you sort of go, actually, you know what, man, like you can probably just go to your mum and dad's and, and see them do the right thing yeah. because it's always the next day or once you send that text that you're busy, that you sort of go, oh, come on. Like you got you got to prioritise those things and that's sort of still a, a thing for me that I'm working on. And I'm sure a lot of people probably feel that way mm. as well. But yeah, as you said, happiness is one of those things that I guess whatever, you, whatever your interests are, your hobbies, um, you try and obviously make your life around that. So mm. we're slowly getting there. Yeah, like back to your original question, where it was like how like happy are we at yeah. the moment? Like mm. I've literally never been happier in my yeah, life. That's but in saying that, we do 
like mention what we're happy about a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like sometimes it's like dumb things like we'll make like toast with avo, kimchi and halloumi and we're like sitting there, we're like, how good is this? Like, <laughs> like, That's great. Or though. we'll go to the supermarket and we'll like want to get like the nice kimchi and he's like, how, if we can just, just get it. Like, yeah. How good is that? Like, and it's just, I know it's so small. No, you, but you, you two are our type of people. Yeah. Like, seriously, <laughs> we're talking about I love this, it. We're, we're just, I'm smiling. It just yeah, makes yeah. me happy to hear yeah, it. Yeah, the keep it cleaner kimchi is like yeah. the one that we, keep it cleaner actually here in this building. That's where Steph Claire Smith and Laura Henshaw, they Oh, wow. Shout out. They're, yeah. yeah, yeah, shout out. Just, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, like the, I think. The simple things, you know. The simple things, yeah. like we definitely remind ourselves how good we've got it. Because if you don't, like, you can just get pissed off at everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, th- I find, like, one of the issues, and you touched on it earlier, Alex, about sort of almost societal pressure. So when you're up and coming and you're starting the business, everyone's getting behind you. And now, and when you expand from one to five, you want to talk about it and you, and people are happy. But then when it's, like, 26, it's, like, it's that tall poppy syndrome where almost people start to put you down or they don't want to share your happiness. It could be out of jealousy or anything like that. So I want to know, like, do you, do you ever feel... Because that's something we, we struggle with is almost feeling guilty about feeling happy about what we've achieved. If that make, Does that make sense? Yeah. And I'd love to know how you guys go with that because I'm sure that's what a lot of people face when they're onto something good and it's working and it's successful and maybe the person next to you hasn't got to that stage yet. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's where it's important to have your group of people who you know that you can share it with without any judgment, without any you know, preconceived ideas of yeah. how are they going to take this? Like, I'm sure the two of you can happily talk about how well you're doing and how successful you're doing without even worrying about whether the other person is going like, this, this guy. Because yeah. that's how I feel with Ant. Like, we can talk about, like, yeah. what we're doing and what we've done and how proud of ourselves we are. And then, like, you've got those select few close friends, close family that can talk with you about it without being judging or whatever, like, Anytime I talk to my brother about it, the interesting thing about my brother, he is the perfect person of what you were talking about before. He has gone the traditional route and is the happiest person. Yeah. Lovely. So he did his degree, you know, he did a double degree of engineering and commerce at Monash University, you know, and then he went and got a grad role at one of the big companies and then he worked his way up and now he works in that corporate role. But, you know, they've got a family now and he goes to work and he comes back and he goes to his gym and, and he loves, he's so happy. But then when I talk to him about my business, which is totally on the other side of things, it's more entrepreneurial and, you know, there's moving parts at all times. He happily sits down with me and he's like, okay, have you thought of this? Have you thought of that? Da, da, da. And you can tell he's like critically thinking about it and not going, yeah, "Yeah, okay, whatever. You've got this, you've got that. I get it. Like he really is interested and invested. And I think that comes from the fact that he's so happy in his own life, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So then they're not, thinking anything else of you and I don't know who it is I think I read it in what's the one that's on your bedside table oh Jay Shetty Jay Shetty oh yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah. Uh, how, something about being a monk um, uh, the m- think like a monk think like, think like a monk, like a monk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it, I think he says it in there what'd you say <laughs> anyway I think he says it in there and it's like it's not so much about what you think of yourself and it's not what others think of you it's what you think others think of you that's what gets into your head. Yeah. So a lot of the time, this issue of sharing your happiness isn't actually about what they potentially think or what you think. It's your representation of what you think they're going to think. Mm. 
which is all in your head. Yeah, well, that was my last week's podcast. Thinks are in there. <laughs> <laughs> Take a shot every time yeah. I say think. We were talking with our guest last week about that, and he was he was saying that like until you actually sit down and have that conversation with that person, you won't know, and that you both have those preconceived ideas. And we were talking this morning about who you take advice from, and we were saying like. We're talking about our parents. And I was saying, well, I would go to my mum about this, this, and this, but I'd yeah. go to my dad about this, this, and this, and not mix the two because they think differently in certain areas. Yeah. Lastly, we've run out of time, but do you feel guilty yourself? Because Alex shared hers. Do you feel yeah. guilty at all about... Um, I wouldn't say guilty. I'd sort of say, like, grateful. It's one of those things where, as you said, like, the people you surround yourself with the most, I think they can sort of determine, I guess, how you feel sometimes. And I think we've got a good support network. But I'd never say guilty. Like we sort of, I guess, you know, we, we plan, you work hard and you, and you just have a crack. And I think that's all you can do. And there's always sort of successes and there's always, you know, failures going on. So you're always, your mind's always on the go. You really haven't got time to feel like, oh, I should feel guilty right now. Or do I feel, I guess, really grateful or something like that. But I guess you're always sort of busy and consumed. But yeah, I guess who you, who you surround yourself with is the most important thing. And I think, um, yeah, our friends, our family are really good like that mm. like sharing it with you guys doesn't feel in any way like well, oh I shouldn't <laughs> yeah yeah and like I know Anthony knows you quite well but I only just sort of met you yeah. guys yeah. today yeah. but yeah it's just kind of like an energy like you yeah. feel like you can share it with yeah. certain people yeah well yeah. I said to you actually because like I told him about you and then I said I've only met Alex once but I said the first time that I met Alex was out the front of yeah. Pop Shop and you in guys Frankston, went off, yeah. yeah you guys went off to get drinks somewhere I remember going Gee, she was just so awesome. Like, the, the first time I met you, you were just so... You weren't shy, you weren't introverted or anything. You were just like... It was like we were friends straight away. And I was, like, super excited to interview you both today. Yeah. That's like, cool. That, That's really that. cool. Because it was so short. Yeah, it was, it like, was so literally short. 30 yeah. seconds. And I had a beer in my hand, which probably wasn't a great look. So... <laughs> So, I actually remember walking away and going, he was really nice. Mates were a bit weird because there was like a whole bunch of other. <laughs> you, you know, you know, I won't mention the names, but you know who they are. Oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me later. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, so, table tennis or? Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, what? Well, I, I just know that, well, for, for one, I got a lot out of today. Yeah. So. Um, that last bit where you just said about your happiness is your happiness, like it's whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Like, I think I need to do that more. In terms of like when I'm sharing to other people, like what I want to do, it's not it might not be what other people want to do. So sometimes you just got to be mindful of how you are talking or speaking. Or but then on the business side of things, I just know everyone's going to get so much out of say a young entrepreneur or even a fit someone who's into fitness. Like yeah. today, go actually, I, I am passionate about fitness. I can become a personal trainer. Like it's it can be small or big. Mm. You know? And I think as well, you know what else it does is it makes you realize when other people are telling you about their successes or their goals, or it changes the way that you sort of respond to them. Cause you're yeah. like, I want them to know that I support them and that I'm excited for them. And you know, whatever it might be just cause you've been on the other end of it. So you know how they feel. Mm. Yeah. It's awesome. No, I want to say thank you as well. I got so much out of it. Just even thinking like, this is my happiness. This is why we, we decided to take our Fridays off and go and do this. Just driving in today to go to a cool location like this. Um, Minus the parking, but apart from that, it was, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we're in a bit of. Ca- we actually, yeah. um, we witnessed a hit and yeah. run actually. Uh, Not someone, a person. No, no, no. Someone swiped the side of a car, and oh. um, Josh was like, "Get the number plate, get the number plate," because yeah. they drove yeah. straight off. Oh, we've got, right. got a podcast to get to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 legit. We, we said we were going to write it down. I'm like, yeah. what is it? And we're like, we're in too much of a rush. We got to go. Yeah, but, I was just going to say thanks for working around our schedule as well, because oh, we were like. 
oh, we can do it if you guys come in here. No. I'm like, sorry. No, we love it. We were, we were playing on the road again. Yeah. What are you doing next Friday? Then I come back. <laughs> Just before we let you go, give yourselves a shout out. How do people get in contact with you and the business and, and socials, all that kind of thing? Yeah, um, I've got my personal page on Instagram. That's give it a t- shout out. TMBC underscore Anthony. I think that's all, that's the one. Yeah, and then mine's TWBC underscore Alex. But it's funny you say that because I'm like thinking of changing it. Because like we only just got married as well, and I changed my last name, and I kind of want to put my anyway. She hasn't changed it yet. I haven't changed anything. You've yet. got till Monday. So. <laughs> <laughs> but and then like we've got so the women's boot camp co and the men's boot camp co. Um, so you can find them. That's their handle on Instagram. We've got our website as well. They're yeah. all over Melbourne. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So generally yeah. the outer suburbs. Cool. So sort of like as you go further out from the city, the obesity rate unfortunately does sort yep. of go up a little bit more. Mm. So that's sort of the areas that we've kind of targeted. But yeah, all around Melbourne. We didn't really tackle anything to do with health, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> we, might, we might sit down for another chat. Yeah, Seriously. Yeah. That was yeah. awesome. I loved it. Well thanks guys, we appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, thanks guys.